Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day to all yins listening today. I'm sure he's enjoying getting the mail today, that's for sure. Tom Deanhart is with us from GoldenBlack.com. It is a tremendous source for all of you Purdue fans. Uh, he does a great job, especially covering football over there from him. Uh, Tom, a uh, happy Independence Day weekend to you as well, my friend. How you been? I am outstanding. I've got my bottle rockets, my black cat firecrackers, <laughs> sparklers. Man, I'm ready. Uh, you you seem like a big sparklers guy to me. I can see you running around with a spark. You're writing your name and everything too. I can, I can see that. Just know this, Jared. I'm in my 50s, and I still have all 10 of my fingers, so I've had a lot of success with July 4th, buddy. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I love this guy. Well, hey, the the big news yesterday, I mean, USC, UCLA, out of nowhere, uh, complete shocker. I, I don't think uh, anybody really saw this coming. I mean, you look you look at all the details behind it, you say it makes sense, but, I mean, this this had a lid on it for quite some time. It, it's pretty impressive. Uh, you hear that USC UCLA is coming to the Big Ten. What was your initial thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, I think there was always some thought that this could happen, Jared. Um, you know, this 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 round of conference realignment really had its first big shot about last summer when, of course, Texas and Oklahoma went to the Big Twelve. So you knew the Big Ten had to be plotting some counter move, and of course, speculation had always sort of looked out west to to USC in particular. Because there's only so many schools that, if you're going to add them, are really going to move the needle, so to speak, right? Yep. And SC's one of them. So, um, no shock there, or, or, or with UCLA. But the shock, Jared, is now. Um, nobody, nobody anticipated this coming at this point. So, yeah, that was a surprise, I think. Um, for it to hit now, you know, uh, all reports say USC and UCLA approached the Big Ten about this. It wasn't the other way around. Big Ten almost had to say yes. I mean, why wouldn't you? If oh, they yeah. don't say yes, somebody else, somebody else says yes. So, again, if media markets matter, and I, I guess we know they do, the Big Ten's now in L.A., Chicago, New York, of course, Philadelphia, Washington, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Detroit, some huge markets. So you got another huge market. You have two marquee brands, and you're now a coast-to-coast conference. And, of course, Jared, now the question is, what's next? And, the Big Ten says they're in no hurry, but all eyeballs now shift to South Bend, Indiana. Can the Big Ten finally get that that great white whale, Notre Dame, to say yes? That's the that that's the big question right there. I, I mean, obviously it's a prize. Uh, I know what they make like fifteen million on that TV deal a year. I, I mean, so it, it's money wise, you feel like you've got it right there. Um, it, it's what what keeps Notre Dame from joining, though? You know what I mean? Like the the money is definitely there. It makes sense to join. But, I mean, at this point, what's Notre Dame's reasoning for not joining a conference in your mind? Jared, Jared, there may not be one at this point. With, with, where, with where the sport's moving, I think we're now in, in uh, overdrive to a, a college football landscape that's going to feature two mega conferences that feature maybe upwards of 20 teams each, leaving everybody else in their dust. Two things will move Notre Dame off its seat. One is money, and as you said, I think the money at the Big Ten what it's going to grow into is going to have to maybe dwarf what Notre Dame makes on its own. The number two thing that makes would make the move is access to the college football playoff. 
And can, are they still going to have access to the playoff, Jared, as, as, as one sole, sole, you know, independent voice in the woods? So uh, I don't know. I, I can't say for sure. But I know, I, know, I know one thing for sure, two things for sure, Jared. If they're in the Big Ten, number one, they're going to get rich beyond their wildest imaginations. And number two, they're going to be guaranteed access to the playoff. So that would be the dream one right there. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's, here's my question is, and knowing that, and if the money, if, if they say, okay, it's time to do it, Obviously, the I mean, the SEC would have to be interested in them too, right? I mean, could could oh, you yeah. see a scenario where they come up and make an offer to them too? Oh, you know, they they they've got something cooking. Uh, they probably have conference calls going on as we speak. You got to make a you got to make a, a a jab at Notre Dame if you're if you're SEC, right? You'd be foolhardy not to. Um, if you're the SEC, Jared, I think you have to be a little worried. Yeah. Um, you know, now you look at the media markets the Big Ten's in. It's truly a national conference now, my friend. Uh, they get Notre Dame. Game, set, match, point, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the SEC's got to kick all their tires. But I think you'd agree with me. Most people, most listeners would, too. Notre Dame's profile is a Big Ten profile. It's not an SEC profile. Oh yeah, I'd be shocked if they wanted to stand shoulder to shoulder with a lot of those institutions from an academic standpoint that are far inferior, and then have dubious reputations for a lot of other reasons. They're more like Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue, Penn State than anything in the SEC beyond maybe Florida and Vanderbilt, now Texas. So I'd be shocked. Yes, I'm sure Notre Dame's going to get called to the SEC, but. If they're going anywhere, I would be stunned if it's not the Big Ten. It's got to be the Big Ten if they make a move. Well, you'd be surprised what a Zach Eady stack of size stack of money will do uh, to your uh, well, you know dubious uh, you know claims of things. But it is what it is. We're talking with Tom Deanhart here on the Hammerhead Hotline. All right, so let's say we're going to twenty, Tom. Who does the Big Ten call upon? I, I got to think there's still some teams in the Pac-12. For me, I mean, Oregon moves yeah. the needle for you. I thought. Washington gets you in a Seattle market, which wouldn't be too bad. I think uh, the Arizona teams have to be of some interest. Just the Arizona State like enrollment, I mean, that's uh, that's a lot of alumni right there. I think that gets you some interest. And it sounds like the ACCs, those teams are kind of locked into a long-term deal here. So i got to think like out west is where the rest of the expansion goes, right? Be easier, right? Yeah. Um, there's, there's no grant and rights to get out from underneath at the ACCs hamstrung with year. I think there's stretches unbelievably to like 2036. Yeah. And we have lawyers in this world for a lot of reasons, and they they can get out of contracts, but boy, it'd be hard to get out of that for ACC schools. Um, So you're right. I think the Big Ten's got to have some Western partners for UCLA and USC, and you talked about Oregon and especially Washington. I, I like Washington better than Oregon. Um, has much much richer history. It's a bigger school. It's in a massive market. Um, Oregon's great too. And uh, forget the Arizona schools. No Arizona. No Arizona State. I think the only other ones out west I consider are Stanford and Cal. Yes. Get you San Francisco. I think the Big Ten would love to puff out its chest and say it has Stanford. Mm-hmm. Even though Stanford really brings nothing to you, it's another small private school like Northwestern. But I think the Big Ten would, would just, you know, be full of themselves and think it's cool to have Stanford. So those are three three or four out west I would look at. Now, I mean, 
I'm, if, I, if I am going to look east, though, there are three ACC schools that really entice me. Um, North Carolina, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Georgia Tech. Number three, Virginia. Um, North Carolina would be the golden goose to get out east, I think. Uh, tremendous academic institution. Tremendous athletics. Uh, just a true blue blood in every sense of the word. Um, Georgia Tech, Jared, can you imagine getting in the Atlanta market, number one? Georgia Tech's a great school, engineering school. Number three, talk about sticking it to the SEC. Do you plant the Big Ten flag in Atlanta, which is the unofficial capital of the SEC, would be something. And then Virginia's Virginia, right? Thomas Jefferson's institution, another tremendous school. Athletics are just okay, but the kind of school, you know, the Big Ten presidents would just love to brag that was, that was part of their gang. Talking with Tom Deanhart here on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline. When they're adding these schools, I get a lot of this. Um, the Big Ten likes those with the AAU schools. Like yeah. it's that. Active. How important is that for them to add a school with that affiliation? I think we only have one school. I think Nebraska is the only one that's not uh, in there. Maybe yep. they are now. Uh, how important is that when they want to add something? Nebraska was in it and fell out. Um, so right now they're the only one in the Big Ten that's not in it. Um, it's important, Jared. Whether it really should be or not is debatable, but it's important. The university presidents ultimately make these decisions, and they, like I said, man, they were the mortar boards. And, uh, you know, that's why institutions are around to begin with academics, and they have this big research consortium where they all work together. So they'd love to have an institution that's like theirs, has the same academic heft is theirs, and I think it's important. And all those schools I talked about are part of that, um, Virginia, Georgia Tech, UNC, Washington, Oregon, Cal Stanford. The only, University of Arizona is. Arizona State is not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, yes, it does matter, and, and uh, I think that's one way to eliminate schools. But, uh, uh, again, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, again, there's been reports today that the Big Ten's in no rush. But uh, we're still waiting to hear what the new TVD is going to look like. So, uh, you know, it's a, we're in kind of a hurry-up-and-wait mode right now. Uh, but I'm always ready to be surprised uh, because yesterday was one for the ages, for sure, to knock us all off our stools. Oh, come on. You've been in this game long enough. When they say we're in no rush, you don't believe that for one second, do you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, you know there's, there's probably negotiations going on now. Why wait, Jared? Or why wait? No, eat or be eaten now. Get, get your choice. <laughs> Just remember this. Big Ten was supposed to announce, they said, around Memorial Day, their new TV contract, right? Mm-hmm. Came and went, no announcement. Drip, drip, drip. Still no announcement all the way through June. Now we're in July. So they knew this was coming. And why not get your uh, get your uh, roster in order at this point before you uh, really put the ink on your, your next TV deal, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, I guess you can always go back in and renegotiate it. Uh, I mean, why not try to get you, like I said, get your roster together now? And I wouldn't be shocked, Jared, if we do see a couple teams out west jump aboard here sooner rather than later. What happens, again, if they want to go east? I don't know. Again, because of the grant and rights uh, situation for the ACC. But, again, schools out east, I mean, out west, again, maybe we do hear something about Oregon and Washington pretty soon. 
Oh, like I said, on top of this, too, I mean, the Pac-12 TV deal's up in 2024. It's what's letting USC yeah. and, and UCLA get out. And if you're Oregon, if you are Washington, if you're you know, Stanford, uh, Cal, and you're thinking about, hey, listen, uh, do I want to get out of here now and join a conference and get some better money, or do I want to stay around here with a TV deal that already wasn't? I, mean, I think they had the smallest TV deal out of everybody, right, out of the Power Five. It wasn't great. That's why you got to get out now before that new deal gets agreed upon. Exactly. You're locked in. You're locked in. You got to buy your way out, which is very expensive. That's one reason why USC and UCLA did this now. Um, Because, like you said, Jared, so astutely that the contract is up soon. They're under discussions now for a new one. So get out now before a new one gets agreed upon. You're locked in and have to buy your way out. That's why, again, it wouldn't be a shock if maybe we do see a cow. Washington, Oregon, or maybe Stanford uh, <clears throat> jump on board here uh, sooner rather than later. It's amazing to think these schools are coming in in 2024. I mean, they just got to play two more years in the Pac-12. I, you know, Texas and Oklahoma aren't slated to go to the SEC until 2025. And, Jared, not to get off on a big tangent, then you wonder, what's this due to the Pac-12? What's going to happen to the Big 12? Will the ACC survive? So, like I said, we're headed toward an NFL-type situation, basically two conferences. And so the NFC, AFC, you got the SEC and the Big Ten. And, boy, uh, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Look, there, there's some winners or some losers here. We talked a lot about the winners. Obviously, the Big Ten is. Uh, USC and UCLA is. I, it, look, there are some losers here. I think having that West Coast market now, Indianapolis, who's loved hosting the Big Ten basketball tournament, loved hosting at Lucas Oil the Big Ten championship. Obviously, they're going to talk about taking this thing out to SoFi every every once in a oh, while. Yeah. They'll lose out every now and then. But I think the matchups that you're going to get here across a lot of sports are very enticing. I mean, Purdue, UCLA, and basketball is, I mean, who who around here is not going to love to see that? I mean, there are some really great things you're going to see. You're going to watch USC maybe play in the snow against Michigan State or something in November. Mm-hmm. How could you not want to see this? I, the people that are, like, souring on this news, I, I don't I don't get them. Uh, I, I think this is just great. But there are some losers in here, but I, I think there's just way too many winners in this deal. Yeah, you sold me. I mean, I, I was thinking about some of those matchups yesterday, football-wise. I mean, you know, USC at Penn State. I mean, um, Ohio State, you know, versus whoever, USC or USC or USC or UCLA. So you can go on and on here. And uh, great matchups for television, great inventory. Um, yes, as the sports gets bigger, you lose your intimacy. You lose that familiarity that, that really builds rivalries. But it is what it is, man. I mean. I can be an old man curmudgeon, too, and shake my fist and wish it was 1985 again, but things move forward and things change, and this is the next iteration of college sports. And again, Jared, against this backdrop, not only do we have this crazy realignment going on, but remember still, of course, we have NIL still being sorted out. The transfer portal has been sort of a new uh, chaotic aspect of college sports too the ncaa jared will that still be around and they're going through a transformative period right now where they're trying to reinvent themselves you know there's a thought that the sec and the big ten are just going to break away from the ncaa and govern themselves which i think is going to happen so on and on we go these aren't just minor changes they're huge changes yep Everything's in motion. Tom Deanhart, goldenblack.com. Again, doing a great job of covering all this stuff. Uh, also keeping up on uh, all the uh, new signees as well. Got another new one today for Purdue football, uh, another wideout. So, 
Again, check them out, goldenblack.com. I love the subscription stuff. There's great free stuff. Subscription stuff is fantastic. And Tom does an amazing job. Hey, you real, hey, just real, real, real quick teasing. We may have a couple commits, if not today, tomorrow for sure. So keep your eyes peeled. Look at that. Tom, How about Tom that? bombs. How about that? We're, we're dropping Tom bombs. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm excited. We'll be watching Twitter, my friend. Tom Dean Hart. Man, it is always a pleasure talking with you. This is a fun topic. I'm glad we got some. Uh, uh, got to do this here heading into the holiday. Uh, lots to still gnaw and uh, lots to process, but so far so good for the Big Ten. My friend, it's always a pleasure. Enjoy your holiday weekend, all right? You too, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, buddy. Be good. And all ten fingers. Take care, buddy. Yep. <laughs> buddy. We're going to take a break here. We'll come back and, hey, we got more Hammer Down Show next for you.